0: Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of the Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you guys doing out there today? Love you guys so much. It is Exhilarating, can I use that term? To hear from you guys. You know, we hear from you guys all the time via email. By the way, if you want to reach us, hello at autumnmiles.com is our email. Hello at autumnmiles.com. Um, you also can reach out to us on our social media, autumnmiles Facebook, Automiles autumn Instagram. I, y'all, y'all, y'all just talk at me all the time. It is exhilarating though to hear from you. And I just kind of want to center around why. What do we talk about here on the show? We talk about bold truth and raw faith. Bold truth. Bold truth. Our world um, needs people that are speaking about God's Word in a bold way, in an in-your-face way. Um, it needs to convict you <laughs> uh, in love, of course. But you know what? There ain't nothing wrong with conviction. You know, it was conviction um, of the Holy Spirit that drew me to repentance. Isn't that what the Word of God says? There ain't nothing wrong with conviction. Um, we need bold truth. And that that is what our world needs that is what you need you need um you need to kind of taste that a little bit i need that for my daily walk i love it when i i uh, go through the scriptures and read the word of god and it like punches me in the face i absolutely Love that because I always want to be growing in the word and in the Lord. I always want to be checking myself in the word and in the Lord and God's word. I mean, it is sharper. Doesn't the word say it is sharper than a two edged sword. It will cut you, but it will heal you at the same time. It is. um, It is amazing. So our our mantra here at the Autumn Mile Show is bold truth. Raw faith. Now, um, I've been challenged a couple of times to change it to bold faith, bold truth, bold faith. No, I want it raw. Yes, I want it to be bold. And congratulations if you um, if you're someone that likes the word bold. I want it to be raw because I feel I don't feel like I know in our Christian culture we can fake faith like it is nobody's business. We can literally it, it can look like we are stepping out in faith, but really we know um, we, we control our steps and we know how they're going to land. And maybe we've talked to someone that said, um, You know, you're going to be okay. So then we pretend to step out in faith, knowing we're controlling it all along. Um, That faith, that ain't faith. That's you controlling your life. That's you planning your steps. Raw faith is standing in front of a proverbial red sea and asking God to do wonders amongst you. Uh, Raw faith is looking at your marriage that is dead And asking God to resurrect it. Raw faith is looking at an illness. And believing that God will heal and can heal it. Raw faith is something that is so uncomfortable. It makes you a little bit scared. um, But the fear doesn't keep you from stepping out. Raw faith. I don't want no packaged denominational faith. I want faith. That scares me a little bit, but I do it scared because I know the God who is faithful. So that is why we are on the show today. Um, we actually, uh, we are listener supported and we've actually started selling some clothes. Now, don't hate at me. Don't email me and tell me you hate this idea because it took me a long time to decide to do this. Years, actually. Um, but we need to support our ministry. You can go to and buy a shirt that says Bold Truth, Raw Faith on it um, which we just launched a couple weeks ago which we are so excited about and get them fast because they are selling out literally people are asking me where where they can get my shirt and and whatnot uh but 100 of the proceeds that we make from these shirts go right back into the ministry. I I, I I don't see a dime of it, okay? It goes right back into getting bold truth and raw faith out to everyone who will listen. Um, so I invite you to go to the website. I invite you to check it out. Um, social media as well. There'll be links on my Facebook page, Autumn Miles, to buy a shirt or, you know, whatever. Simply donate. We're listener supported. We are reaching. Do y'all, do y'all understand? We are reaching hundreds of thousands of people a week um, with our ministry. And it is because of those of you that have stepped up to give, um, it's beca- it's coming to the end of the year. And um, we are a 501c3 organization. And we would absolutely be honored um, if you would give uh, to our ministry. I have great vision for where we're going. Um, we know that there are people out there that need bold truth and raw faith in our generation and we want to be the vessels that it is um, It is spoken through here at the Autumn Mile Show. I say we because it's not just me. There's a team of people that help put the show on. Okay. Um, how you today is going to be a really interesting show i hope it um i hope it kind of kicks you kicks you in the teeth a little bit in a nice jesus loving way um have you begged god for an answer to prayer i um there has been many times in my life where i have literally begged and i don't mean like like nice begged like ugly cry Begged. um there was a time not that long ago um i have i get alone when i get alone sometimes i can get in my head and i and i kind of i love those times when i'm in my head with the lord and was really focused on a couple of things in my life personally and in the ministry and just really poured it out before the lord and just said you know what god um I, I did the ugly cry thing. I did the begged God um, to give me a couple of, of my heart's desires and, and ones that are in line with God's will. But have you ever begged God for something so fiercely and then he gives it to you? Okay. Um, and then you realize that the thing that you begged God for, the thing that you bowed down to the Lord and humbled yourself and fasted and prayed for and believed for and stood on the promises of God for and read scripture over and declared and had everyone pray for and anointed with oil, that one thing that he said, all right, I'll give you, comes with challenges. This is for you today who you you have begged for it and God has given it. So you are literally walking in an answered prayer, but you find yourself in this answered prayer um, starting to complain because the answered prayer is not as easy as you thought. I know. I begged for a lot, a lot of years for the Lord to give me a ministry, Um, and he did. And then he gave me a ministry and I'm like, "Whoa, leadership is hard. Wait, I have to deal with people? People are hard. People are frustrating." Um, you know, and and I had to grow. I had to learn that with my answered prayer from the Lord came challenges that you don't think about when you're begging for that thing. We glamorize the thing and we don't think about what happens after we get we get the thing? Um, this happens. I mean. <laughs> of the time in marriages if you're of the 2% and you say I calculated all of the challenges of marriage you're lying Um, a lot of people you know they meet that guy oh he's so handsome he's so good looking or they meet that girl and she's super fly or whatever we say in 2017 maybe we don't say super fly Um, and you're like oh she loves Jesus she wants to have 2.5 kids she checked everything on my um, list that I wanted in a mate that you made 20 years ago. Um, she or he is the one. And we glamorize the wedding, and the wedding, we're going to have tulips and poppies and whatever kind of flower you like. It's going to be boho chic or barnyard chic or whatever. You know, you see these things on Instagram. Um, she's the one. He's the one. And then you get married. You go off to Tahiti. You come back in 10 days, sunburnt, and hello, uh, the bills start hitting. And a lot of times the first year of marriage is pretty hard, but um, I feel like year three, I've been married 13, almost 14. I feel like year th- three is hard because you have a kid in the mix about that time. Year seven's hard because you have another kid in the mix, maybe a third kid. You're like in the droves of toddlerhood at that point. Um, so there are some challenging years in marriage, but you didn't think about that when he's down on his knee begging you to marry him. All you thought was, oh my goodness, he is so cute. That is who I'm talking about Into today. Has God given you the thing that you begged him for, and now you are complaining about the fulfillment of, of the prayer the answer to the prayer well I don't mean to get all up in your business except I do bold truth um bold truth right here is exactly what I kind of want to um slap you in the face with I want to change your perspective a little bit today now uh, now we are human and God understands we're human and God has a grace for us in those moments um but sometimes we can get so caught up on tiny little things um, like he won't pick up his socks or she looks in the mirror too much or makes me take Instagram pictures all the time. Uh, We get so caught up in those things that annoy us that we forget that we begged God for the thing that we are actually complaining about. I want you to change your perspective today. When we are living in a different season, we've got the gift. We've got the promise. We have a new perspective of the thing that we begged God for. With that new perspective, we understand that it wasn't everything that we glamorized it to be before the the prayer was actually answered. But today I want you to turn around and I want you to look back. I want you to visualize those times when you have been, when you were totally desperate for the Lord to work on your behalf. Now, um, I, I, we, use, we use small children a lot. I have two small children, two and a half, both of them. Um, actually, they're older than two and a half. They're closer to three now. And then I have a preteen. And then I have a nine-year-old. Okay, I begged God for these kids. I wanted to be a mom so incredibly bad. But I'm telling you what, after I gave birth to my older two and adopted my younger two, I did not. Not even one time. Think about the teenage years. <laughs> I didn't do it. It wasn't a part of my thought process. Now, the teenage years are amazing and they're incredible. And we're watching our daughter grow into just this beautiful young woman. But it comes with a totally different perspective moms out there that are sitting there that are waiting to pick up your kids this is for you you got to go home you got to make sloppy joe people don't make sloppy joes anymore but you got to make sloppy joes and tater tots <laughs> I feel like I, they're laughing in the studio i feel like i had sloppy joes a lot growing up maybe that's what's wrong with me sloppy joes and tater tots but you're thinking i gotta put the d- dino nuggets in the 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 oven at this time i got six practices to go to but you begged God for these kids to feed. You begged God for it. I want to change your perspective. Turn around, look back. And um, I want you to start praising the Lord for the challenges that God has given you with this new answered prayer as a gift. Look at your challenges today as a gift. Someone said, Um, uh, one time I I went and, um, I, I went to a conference myself and I was feeling a lot of pressure, feeling a lot of pressure with, you know, my 16 jobs and got a new book coming out that I don't have 16 jobs. I do have several, um, but I have a new book coming out and I was feeling a lot of pressure, 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 pressure. And this lady took the stage and, um, you know, she had like a seven minute message to talk about. And she stood up and she like kicked me in the teeth. The first line that she said, she said, pressure is a privilege. It's a privilege to have pressure when you have a position. And it it, it really cut me to the quick. Um, immediately, I stopped complaining about my pressure and started praising God for the pressure in my life. Because there was a day that I begged God for uh, the positions that I hold now. Um, perspective. I'm going to read this passage of scripture to you, and we're going to talk about the nation of Israel. It's not necessarily their complaining, although that will be a part of what we're talking about. But I want I want to talk about their perspective. Numbers 11 says this, Numbers 11, one. You can read it along with me if you want. If not, I'm going to read it. Uh, now, the people... Became like those who complain of adversity. Of course, we're talking about the nation of Israel. Aren't they the people that we don't like? Yet we are. Um, In the hearing of the Lord, and when the Lord heard it, his anger was kindled, okay? And the fire of the Lord burned among them and consumed the outskirts of the camp. So they were complaining as they grumbled and complained so much um, in their tenure in the wilderness. They were frustrated. God heard it. He was mad. It made him frustrated and he consumed some of the outskirts of the camp. So they were being punished for complaining about something that God actually had done for them, but they didn't have the right perspective. The people therefore cried out to Moses and Moses prayed to the Lord and the fire died out. Okay. So when God brings his fire to purify to change our perspective, a lot of times we listen, which is why he allows the fire in our life to purify, to change our perspective. They cried out to Moses and of God uh, answered their prayer and the fire died out. So the name of the place was called T- Taberah, because the fire of the Lord burned among them. Okay. The rabble who were among them had greedy desires and also the sons of Israel wept again And said, Who will give us meat to eat? Now, I think this is so um, convicting because they had just gotten in trouble for complaining. God was mad. You know why? Because God sees everything that He had done for them. He has the clear picture of um, all of their cries coming before Him, They're, them them begging God for um, release from the captivity in Egypt. He. Is not a god of amnesia. He he understands and he remembers um, the fact that there was a need and he stepped in and answered that need. So he he knew how his hand had provided for the nation of Israel. He knew he heard the cries, which is why it what engaged Moses being sent as his servant to Egypt. He used Moses as a tool. He allowed Moses to gain favor. He. Changed Changed Pharaoh's heart he set the captives free he he answered their prayer and here they are complaining about whatever it is that they were feeling rough about that day so he sent fire to the camp and then a little while later they start complaining again they didn't remember when God did who will give us meat to eat they said And I want to, I really want to camp on this one verse right here. We remember the fish, which we used to eat in Egypt, the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, the garlic, but now, (laughs) can you just uh, imagine them crying? But now Moses, but now our appetite is gone. Oh, there is nothing at all to look at. And this part really got me except this manna now if I was God and I'm not because God is much more gracious than I am I probably would have sent fire and just consumed them all at at once like oh my gosh shut up for heaven's sake Uh, and I no doubt the scripture tells us that he actually did want to come in and he did want to consume the nation of Israel because he was ticked off at them he just wanted to start again but Moses interceded this part blew me away. I'm going to re- read it again. At 11 5, Numbers 11 5. We remember the fish. Can't you just think of them dreaming? We used to eat free in Egypt. The cucumbers, which I don't even like cucumbers, so yuck. The melons, the leeks, and the onions, and the garlic. But now our appetite is gone. Single person. Do you ever catch yourself saying, I'm sorry, married person. Do you ever catch yourself saying, oh, I remember those single days. I remember when I could go out. I remember when all my money was mine and I could spend it on what I, and I could go to and fro as I wanted. Mom, remember those days without kids? I remember when it was just me and my husband and we were so in love. And now we just talk at the end of the night for like 10 minutes and we don't ever go on a date night. And now I've got these kids that I have to take care of on a regular basis. Business owner. Hello, business owner out there. Do you ever catch yourself daydreaming like the nation of Israel and you're saying to yourself, man, I remember when I didn't have to worry about payroll. I remember when I didn't have to worry about sales. I remember when I didn't have to worry about growing the business, and it wasn't all on my shoulders. Pastor, remember when you were a youth pastor and you didn't have, um, you didn't have all the responsibilities that you have now. You, they sent someone else when someone passed away in your church. That was for an elder or someone that wasn't you. Pastor, you remember those days? Do you ever catch yourself dreaming and thinking, man, I remember the cucumbers. I remember the melons. I remember the leeks. I remember the garlic. And man, that was really nice. Can't we get caught up in a mentality where even though God has done and elevated and blessed us tremendously, we still want to go back to Egypt because there was just a few good things that were there. Look at how trivial these things were. Leeks, melons, are you kidding me? Like, I don't even like cucumbers. And they were obsessed with cucumbers in this moment. Gar- now I do like garlic. Garlic is pretty awesome. Is he the trivial things that they were caught up on? Man, I got to go make sloppy joes. Well, you know what? To the woman that is barren, making sloppy joes would be a blessing. Married person who has a couple kids and you are living the quote unquote American dream to the single older person. Your life is a blessing. And we get so caught up on the fact that, man, we didn't get to talk to our husbands today because we're so busy with the kids or we didn't get to talk to our wives today because, you know, she's (laughs) she's a hot mess because she's been taking care of the kids, which I've been in. a number of times we can get so caught up in the melons and the leeks that we forget. That God answered the very prayer that we begged him for and begged him for and begged him for. I just want to call us to a place of almost repentance today. Can you look at your life? And say, you know what, let's be honest with ourselves. Odds are you're probably by yourself. Or if you're listening to a podcast, which I invite you to do, you probably got your headphones in so no one, no one can hear you. Can you for a minute, if this is you, if this is who I'm talking to, if, if this resonates with you, can you for a second ask God to forgive you? Change your perspective. The melons and leeks are nothing compared to the freedom that God gave you when you walked out of your bondage into a land that God was calling you into that you had prayed for. The melons and the leeks, see how trivial that is? It's very interesting. There is nothing at all to look at except this manna. Um, except this manna. you know, uh, the point to what I'm saying is maybe God uh, wants to get your attention because he wants to do more in your life, but I don't think that I know that God cannot do all that he wants to do through your life and, and with your life. If you don't become thankful for where you are in the season of the holidays and the season of Christmas and Thanksgiving that's coming up, our job is to remember how far God has brought us with a mindset, with an attitude of thanksgiving, not a mindset or an attitude of entitlement. So this week, as we celebrate Thanksgiving, I want you to thank the Lord for how far he's brought you. And don't complain about the little things because you are walking in the blessings of the Lord. Love you guys. I'll see you back here next time on the Autumn Mile Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles Program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.